problem isn't in my pants. Bexman. Is that still a thing? No. Well, you're the second person that that asked me that in the last 24 hours. <laughs> no, I'm saying, like, is that still, like, technically a thing? Like, do you still have, technically have a contract that they're no. looking for ways around or out of? No, because Fox isn't a thing anymore. I mean, they don't have to honor all of Fox's, like, previous... I mean, you can just fire an actor whenever you want. That's true. They did change the logo from 20th Century Fox to just 20th Century. Yeah. On uh, New Mutants. Uh, the I think the only thing that Disney had to honor for Fox was that they had like distribution contracts, so that's why New Mutants couldn't just be released on like Disney Plus or something. Mm. You guys see Wonder Woman? No, not yet. I'm waiting for Aaron to get out of the hospital. So yep. And PS5, uh, you can't have HBO Max on it, which is weird because can't you have it on a PS4? Uh, you, yeah. You, well, you should know you have a PS4. I know, but I have yet to hook it up. I figured that. <laughs> How'd you get a PS5? I bought one. I got a pre-order, like when they first started doing it. So I cannot seem to get a dang Xbox. I'm trying. I know. I was looking for a while for a Switch for Aaron. Uh, nowhere I had one, and then after Christmas, the Walmart by our house has one. It's like, oh. Son of a bitch. And here I spent all my money on the water bill. Like a responsible person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Paying for fucking poison water. Poison. Yo, it is nuts. <laughs> <laughs> that water is poison. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, it is crazy. Earlier this year, we got a letter. And apparently everyone got one. Basically Flint saying... So we fucked up. No. Again? <laughs> <laughs> they were supposed to do like 60 uh, water checks within uh, the previous year, and they didn't do it. Any of them? So they had to acknowledge that they didn't do them. Then, when I went and paid the bill, I saw like there was an article on the main part of the thing, and I clicked it, and it's an update, and they're congratulating themselves having gotten the 60 water checks done this year, a month ahead of schedule. <laughs> Mind you, all they have to do is check... 60 locations that they assume to be the worst, like the most at-risk locations for lead and see if it has lead or not. And they're like, they're not saying it doesn't have lead, but they're like, not so much lead that the federal government needs to intervene, so... Well, technically, they didn't say that. All they said was that they checked it. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying, (laughs) is that... that, Well, they did. The, the, The thing says we checked it and it's not so much lead... That the federal government needs to get involved. <laughs> we don't need to tell anybody about it. <laughs> so, that. I mean, except they needed to tell the, the public. But it's like, <laughs> you have a whole year to check 60 spots. Yeah, not hard. Come on. Well, also, that really seems like one of those things that uh, works better when you do it over a period of a year instead of doing it all at once. Like, because you think you would have to mark, like, changes in different areas. You would think, or like the progression of a thing, but yeah. it the way they phrased it is seems like they only needed to do 60 checks one time. And it's like, you would think it'd be 60 different locations, and they checked it progressively throughout the year. But that's not how it's broken down. Yeah. But they're checking it every year, though. Yeah, but even still, like, so that would... 
There's, well, they're supposed well, to. And there's still, but that was just it. Like, last year, lead. they didn't. Yeah. So... There's still lead. That's also very important. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. There's still lead. Just not enough that Trump needs to get involved. Or Biden, I guess. So. Which, that'd be weird. They personally show up. I mean, Obama did and pretended to drink the water. Yeah. He did that trick that where he looks this way. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, he, has, he, has, <laughs> he has a doll he with him. He back around and his old shoulders wet. <laughs> he, he's got a doll with him and he's like, yeah, see, look, I'm drinking the water. He's drinking the water. <laughs> oh, well, welcome to this issue of Mexmen. I'm Tony. I'm Justin. I'm Devin. And today we're going to be covering Magneto by Colin Bunn, issues 13 through 17. And isn't that neato? A little bit. Don't turn off the podcast <laughs> right now. We're, we'll get funnier. Dad. Um, <laughs> I'm about to be, man. I gotta, I gotta get the reps in. You gotta work on it. That, that's gonna be bad if you just have kids and then all of a sudden you're just not funny at all doing this. <laughs> that's, not a, that's not a good... Alright, uh... So, starting with uh, Magneto. Speaking of dads, Magneto's one. <laughs> or is he? Yeah, yeah I mean, I guess, but like, she's like the daughter he gives no fucks about. He gives more fucks about the kids who aren't his than the one that is his. We didn't say a father, we said a dad. <laughs> well, now with Hickman, he seems to care a little bit. It, uh, speaking of the current X-Men shit in Polaris... If you guys noticed that Polaris is completely different in the two books that she shows up in, she's like classic Polaris in uh, in one book, and then in X Factor she's got like the beanie and is like way more laid back. Not like a beanie, but a bandana. No, I haven't really read X Factor. Did she... X Factor tie in to uh, X of Swords? Yeah. Yeah. Well, then those are the only issues I've read. Were the ones that tied directly into the chronology of x of swords it's been okay <laughs> it's god damn it <laughs> don't you don't you dare i wouldn't sing it don't you start singing bnl no i'm a little behind i still haven't finished x of swords oh you haven't no oh well shit i feel bad about the chat i guess well no i i got through some of them all right like what we talked about i already reached all those points so it's not been fun it wasn't a, I you, you may be an X-Men fan out there and you loved it but I you you were wrong. Yeah, it wasn't great. I I think he had a a stroke like the last third of what he was writing. I think I'm at the point where Storm kills death. That was cool. Yeah. I even liked I mean the cover was silly, her dancing with death with with Anubis. I like that. But the actual dancing of it and stuff and the banter back and forth was really cool. I thought it was kind of... Uh, never mind. I guess since that's the second fight we had, I was going to say, how does she beat death while being wounded or drunk? Poisoned, whatever. She Poisoned! Dope. <laughs> but uh, what's-her-name didn't win, but that's because she was versing that girl who's unbeatable. Psylocke or Betsy? Well, even then, I don't think that that's why. I think it was some trick. That, yeah, there was uh, a lot Saturday of implications with that that haven't played out yet. Oh, yeah. that Saturday. Yeah, that's that's the direction that uh, the new, the the current storyline for Excalibur is taking, is that they're all like, okay, she's not dead. Something happened. We saw her shatter when the sword shattered. 
but like what does that really mean yeah there, there's a bunch of weird shit going on with that and just so disappointed by X of Swords. Yeah. <laughs> well, I get like, I don't know if disappointed is the right word because I also kind of knew I wasn't gonna like it. I was disappointed because yeah, I like swords. I like X Men, and they're like tens of swords. Yeah. And you fought me and Justin on that when they announced that like real hard because we were like, like what are they fucking advertising for toddlers? Like oh X Men but swords swords are cool. It's like, yeah, swords are cool. <laughs> yeah, it didn't sound great to me. Give me some swords. Yeah, it's some X-Men, and it's going to be awesome. They they advertised Cyclops with a lightsaber. That didn't happen. Yeah. It's fucking bastard. We showed everybody with the sword there. Like, ten of swords. Here's a hundred people with swords. Yeah, but a lot of them had those swords. Like, even if they weren't, like, one of the champions with that sword, or like at one they time. still had that sword. Like, Bobby had, like, an ice sword. Like, all right, he could just make that whenever he wants. Well, and the only way you could have been one of the champions with the sword is if they would have gave Cyclops a goddamn lightsaber. Yeah. He still technically had a sword, but, like, it was lame. That's that's how they've been drawing Polaris, except she has uh, green lipstick now. Oh. Which is, it, that's way different than I've ever seen her look. That's crazy. She looks like Andy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's something that only we get, but like, you know, inside the, we're like the limbisk of the podcast. <laughs> the pog or pog versus magic was a, uh, I don't know, a letdown, I guess. Yeah, pog or pog is stupid. Just jumping inside of them, like, why don't you use some some magic, magic? So many people were so like stoked and excited for pog or pog, and I never got it, and then I was. The, the fucked up side of me was, like, kind of happy when he ended up being really stupid. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, God, these people, maybe these people will finally shut up now. Those are people whose favorite character is Jar Jar. <laughs> well, I was going to say it's Harley <laughs> Quinn, but yes. <laughs> people forget that she can use, like, she has magic abilities. She doesn't need the sword to use them. Yeah. Yeah, but weird, I mean, it's, that's it's her, her sword, so she's going to use her sword. Yeah. So, yeah. And she used magic in the book. She did that thing where, like... Uh, they were testing uh, Iska, the the unbeaten, unbeaten, yeah. And then she makes them drop their glasses, but then she teleports them that back was into their super hands. Dope. It was fucking sweet. Yeah, but I'm, I just mean when she was fighting Pog or Pog. Yeah, dumb. It's like cast a spell or something. Yeah, but like a lot, a lot, a lot was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> a lot was dumb. All the Doug stuff was dumb. I I just am realizing that all of this came from uh, arguing over whether or not. Magneto was a dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And speaking of things that uh, aren't dumb. You could have just said speaking of Magneto. Mag- Magneto. <laughs> Dude, get your dick the off book. the table. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to have to leave that in. <laughs> Sorry, I just... These are new pants. I'm not used to it. <laughs> they go to your tits? <laughs> No, I'm, I'm standing up. up at this table in this audio medium. Uh, all right, so Magneto thirteen. We're with uh, Briar, right? I always end up yeah. getting confused. Briar, Briar Rayleigh. Briar, yeah. What did you say? Briar Rayleigh. I was like mid laugh, and that fucked with what I was hearing. I thought you said Briar Rapey. No, <laughs> I was like, that's fucking no, dark. This is Briar Rayleigh Yoda. <laughs> Rayleigh. Yoda. <laughs> but like looks like Yoda. Yeah. God damn it. This is gonna be a 
bad. That's our segue back into the Mandalorian. Edit. <laughs> All right, he's so. a Mando and a DeLorean. There's a man dressed as a DeLorean. Yeah. Stupid. <laughs> no. You take one look at him, and then you're like, oh, it makes all the sense in the world. So, anyway, she gets out of a cab and is, like, walking down a shifty alley that turns into, like, a weird, bizarre flea market type of space. Bizarre works. <clears throat> oh, no, I was being redundant. Yeah. And then also, like, because bizarre is, like, a... A double Adjective. entendre in that sense. Yeah, that's why yeah. I said bizarre works. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then she goes up to a guy selling some DVDs. So they're not VHSs, like you were saying before. No, no, no. Before. See, that's why he doesn't have that one. Because it was a VHS. He's not as old as I was thinking, looking back. I don't know. He looks pretty old. Yeah, but I was thinking he had gray hair and was looking like an old, old man. Oh. So it's possible they had the cloud when he recorded that. Yeah. But he was still using VHS because that thing was huge. So it's, it's this weird space uh, where everyone's like geeking out over supervillain shit. And they're like, these are like uh, the type of people who like are worshiping those that they know are bad, but they're like convinced that they're not. And, like, so this guy selling DVDs is wearing a Magneto was right shirt. And the DVDs are all these different disasters uh, that Magneto had caused. Um, he's a, and he's actually holding a book called Holy Magneto <laughs> when you first see him. Yeah, you ever sing that song on Christmas? <laughs> Holy <laughs> Magneto. It's my favorite. <laughs> oh, it's so stupid. Uh, and so <laughs> Briar is uh, looking at the DVDs while she's talking to the guy. And she sees one from Seattle and gets pissed off. And he's like, you don't own Seattle. And she's like, yeah, I do. Because that's what happened to me. Like, you don't think that you don't own the place that, like, you got hit in? And he's like, and she's like, I don't see you selling that footage. And he's like, because it doesn't exist. Because my camera broke. Yeah, and it was a VHS. Because I was the only one filming that day and I dropped the ball. (laughs) Uh, and it, it flashes back to show you what had happened there. Um, and it's Magneto being all supervillain Magneto. And they uh, worked for a paper uh, or, or news tabloid I was thing. about to say, a paper? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm the cameraman well, you know the Daily he said, Bugle. He said it was tabloid journalism, so I'm thinking of actual like tabloid the, the yeah, papers. But, just, like, it's just, just a just term. TMZ. Yeah, just, yeah. So... There uh, makes me think that in the Marvel universe, there is a TMZ show where they're all like around the table chewing on straws, talking about like Magneto blowing shit up. <laughs> probably are. There probably is. Like these are those guys. Yeah. And he's like, I'm tired of you and your straws. And, and there's he that guy who has that weird voice who does all the voiceovers for it. Yeah. Um. So they're with uh, mutants among us, and they're like, Hey, can we get a quote, Magneto, as you're like destroying the city? And he's like, Yeah, here's my quote. Fuck you. I hate cameras. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so uh, he blows up that dude's camera, and like it shows how that's how he lost his eye. Um. And then like these chicks come up, who are all like uh, geeking out over the fact that Briar has a fucked up leg that Magneto fucked up. And one of them, who seems to have the mutant power of making this random sleeve she has disappear and reappear. 
You know, oh, yeah. <laughs> I see that. I'm pretty sure that these two girls are the girls from the D12 My Band video that I think are just Eminem. <laughs> They're like, oh my god, it's him. Becky, oh my fucking god, it's Eminem. Well, definitely the one with like the blue in her hair with, yeah. the, with the bow. Like, she kind of looks mannish. Like Eminem? Yeah. <laughs> like Marshall? Yep. Mathers? Yep. <laughs> so, uh... She, uh, the one with the, the pink hair, uh, she's all like, yeah, I know what it's like because Magneto fucked me up. And she like shows her neck under her scarf and it's all like uh, cut up. And they go, like she starts talking about um, how it happened that they were just at their own newspaper thing. And they're the ones with the paper. Um, and that... He just busted in, throwing a car into their uh, office building. And then, like, they're like, we're on your side and we're trying to help you. And he's like, I don't need your help, but I'm a super villain and, like, breaks the dude's neck. And also, you could tell, like, this is totally out of character for Magneto because the previous story is Magneto, like, back in his old school suit when he was super villainy. And this one is his current suit so like it's showing you that like this is off i thought yeah. they were they were making like magneto comics like how they they like they were making like either like a magazine or like a comic about like the shit magneto has done it says uh magneto was right and then underneath it says like most recent magneto sightings so i think it's a yeah it's, yeah, a, it's so probably a it's just like a magazine that they're doing yeah. yeah um and then so magneto starts killing them and then she's all like, what do you want us to do? And he takes her headphone cord and, like, chokes her with it. And, like, so that's how she got the scars. <laughs> Which is a... Can you imagine that in the Dark night? <laughs> like, you want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> it's Magneto with a goddamn cord. <laughs> uh. I like to think that she was just, like, on drugs. And she, like, just couldn't untangle them from around her neck. Hey, like you, when you take them out of your pocket, and you're like, "God damn it, these fucking things." You know what I just realized would be unsufferable? These Dead- two ladies. <laughs> well, for sure, right? But no, Deadpool and the Joker having a conversation. Yes, that uh, that's. Uh, you've been to Comic Con. You've seen that exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Especially because if it was made, because if it, if it was made. Right, <laughs> they they would probably do a good job, depending on who was the, the writer of like whatever sort of amalgam story that would be, and then suddenly all the fans of those two would make terrible versions of that in perpetuity. I mean, there's already a lot of people that do like the 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 couples that do like a Harley Quinn Deadpool. Yeah, yeah, but that's super shit. easy, right? Like they're color coordinated and they're already basically the same character, but with you know one's got a a, a penis, and the other, uh, well, not a penis. So, sometimes a penis. <laughs> he blows up. Oh well, yeah, yeah. Him. Every once in a while, it blows off. Not in the good <laughs> way. <laughs> yeah, not that way. So. They start asking her, like, well, how did it happen to her, like, getting her leg fucked up, the, the, the girl with the disappearing sleeve to Briar, and Briar hands her the Seattle Attack DVD, and she's like, well, why don't you see for yourself, and they leave, and the clerk dude's all like, why'd you 
uh, you know, humor them. Like, they were clearly lying, and she's like, yeah, but whatever, kids, you know? And they probably deluded themselves to believing it anyway, and that's what they need. Also, there was a moment where she was like, she felt the magnetism of Magneto, like, humming through her body or whatever, and uh, so Briar's like, yeah, that little part to the lie was like a good touch, so. It was Sounded really, realistic. Yeah. yeah. Also, there's uh, one panel in this, because uh, Briar's wearing this, like, brown jacket with a lighter brown shirt underneath, and in one panel, they didn't color it, so it just looks like her tits are hanging out. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember seeing that. Justin's, like, swiping through. Let me see those titties. <laughs> like, where's, where are those tits? Oddly enough, it's what Magneto's thinking later. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, she... Spoilers. Briar, Briar gives the guy a bunch of money going, like, because uh, he's like, you owe me 20 bucks for that DVD you just handed away. And she's like, oh, I'll buy all of them. And she gives him, like, a stack of cash. And then... The guy hands her back some cash with a flash drive, like, wedged in between the bills. Yeah. Which, like, also makes it seem like that was his other copy. It was just on a flash drive instead of a DVD. Yeah. Yeah. Then he just charged her for one more copy. Um, (laughs) So, then uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. shows up and they're like, hey, you, Briar, also, you were talking about looking like it was just her tits. Uh, Yeah. That one, too. A lot of these, actually. Like, they made her shirt weird, very skin tone. Yeah, it's a weird choice of color. Yeah, she did tell that guy, like, if I catch you selling this again, I'm taking your other eye. Yeah. Uh, and so, S.H.I.E.L.D.'s all like, you're you're coming with us, miss. You keep bad company. And it's going to get better. Bad company. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, you know you just made everyone in here, like, cream their jeans by showing up. <laughs> 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 but they also they like they cream their jeans so hard that it projectile launched them out of the room. Yeah, because they, they got all the dispersed. Fuck out of yeah. Um, and they're like, "You're you're coming with us because you're gonna help us find Magneto." And then you know, cut to Magneto on Genosha. He's like, "I'm I'm gonna fucking do some shit." <laughs> he just starts crying. <laughs> First page of the next book. So feels like this issue though was a uh, pretty much a fill in. There was nothing important in this to like the last page. Yeah, uh, I feel like it was Briar's perspective of things. I guess to like dig into the motivation of why she's helping Magneto, because even then it's still weird, right? Like, why does she want to help Magneto when he fucked her up? Did it even show that? Like, why? <laughs> no, but it's it's showing that she's not alone. That there are other people like oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, like, there, there are people who have this weird, like, sycophant sort of mentality to these figures who've dismembered them or disfigured yeah, it's them. it's almost like a, like a Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. So, uh, she likes to get choked in bed. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I mean, if, that, if that's where you're taking it, probably, yeah. Um, but, like... Actually, that, you made you That's made a, just... You could tell that just from the red hair. <laughs> I think that's a stereotype that's unfounded. Uh, Where's your research? <laughs> I've, I've worked hard on this. <laughs> worked very hard on this. <laughs> Extensive research of redheads. Yes. Uh, See, you don't know just because you don't like white women. That is fair. Close to accurate, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> 
uh, I think is that I find other women more attractive, but they're fine. <laughs> they're okay. I don't, I don't dislike them. Uh, but no, you. I feel like you said something um, to this effect earlier. I just don't think we were recording uh, when it came to Brer's perspective on why she was up in Magneto. Oh, about the the other people, really. But uh, I guess yeah, she falls in that line too. Basically, that they feel special because he when he's killing a bunch of people and like leaves you, yeah. lets you live because he could have killed those cameramen and just took his eye instead. Yeah, it's like somehow you're now connected. I actually I think she. Well, you know what? Maybe she doesn't feel that way because she, or she she's conflicted like, about it yeah, because she that distanced was, herself from all the other people. Yeah, yeah. she was just there. Because toward the end of that issue, when she's talking to the clerk, she's talking about how, like, isn't it crazy that we all think we're special in some way for this reason? And it's like, but we're not. Yeah, we're just the debris, the aftermath. But still, like. So I guess that sort of shows how conflicted she is in her role with helping Magneto because she's still going out of her way to help this guy and probably doesn't really understand why. Yeah, I don't understand why either. So. Yeah, well, I remember when this came out not understanding why. And she stayed a character at least, you know, for a while because she's still there um, during the Uncanny X-Men where Magneto is running it. And then I think even in X-Men Blue, I think she's still around. No, well. I don't remember seeing her in X-Men Blue. I feel like I did, but I mean, I could be wrong. I just know that she lingered on a little bit. It also would have made sense because Bun was writing it. Oh, yeah, true. So, but I haven't really seen her in anything recent. Like the, as soon as X-Men went into the hands of other people, they're like, fuck that chick. Yeah, yeah. which well, is a shame. I kind of like not them. a lot in Krakoa. Yeah, true. Well, no, she would be if Magneto allowed her. They allow humans to show up if they're guests of mutants. Yeah, but not stay there. True. True. Yeah, she wouldn't be able to live there. I like uh, when they have characters or actual characters that are like that stick around that aren't mutants. Yeah. I was actually thinking, because uh, we're going to talk about Rodriguez later. And like, oh, man, like I immediately started like writing a whole story that would be dope with her. But like like in my head anyway. Um, so anyway. Yeah. Which she's also definitely based on Michelle Rodriguez. Michelle, huh? The, the Rodriguez in this book. Oh, the act the uh, of Fast and the Furious fame? I was thinking Avatar. I was thinking Resident Evil. We're going with douchey movies. <laughs> what she, she was an Avatar? Yeah. It's been a long time since I saw She's Avatar. the one who, she's the strong woman who dies. Oh. <laughs> like in every fucking movie she's in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, doesn't she die or like die, quote unquote, in uh Fast and the Furious? I don't watch Fast and the Furious. And, and one of them? She that's, died in Resident Evil and she was the strong woman who died. So. Yeah. She, oh, okay. That's her role. Is That's just what she does in everything. She's kind of hot. Yeah, she is. <laughs> that might have been proven. She's yeah, the Sean Bean of, of ladies. Holy shit, she is. That dude dies in everything. <laughs> <laughs> like, right away. Uh, so, anyway. Magneto's on Genosha. And a mutant runs up to him like, hey, man, you got to come because they're fucking here. And you realize, oh, they're talking about S.H.I.E.L.D. And that S.H.I.E.L.D.'s on their way to come collect Magneto. So it's like pretty obvious that Briar, you know, spilled beans and where he was at when she got picked up by S.H.I.E.L.D. And there's a lot of analogous uh, thoughts going on in Magneto's head of Genosha in the past versus what's going on now with the, the shield coming 
um, and how he wasn't prepared for the Sentinel attack. They even alluded to that uh, he was wounded and was recovering because of Logan for some reason. Yeah, that had me curious. I don't actually know the story. Or like, what happened? Yeah, because the only thing I can think of is like when he got stabbed, when he ripped all the animanium out of Wolverine. Was that around that time? No. I thought that was way before. It yeah. was. It was way before. Because at this point, like by by the point Genosha like, happened, like Wolverine had adamantium before. in his body again. So unless it takes a fucking decade to heal from some claws to your gut or something, which maybe. They're adamantium. But sure. I thought he also got fixed up way sooner than that. So I'm assuming it's just some shit off screen or whatever. Or like Wolverine showed up with like a plastic gun with plastic bullets and was just like, <laughs> hey, fucked hard. Bam. I mean, I'm sure it probably happened. There's a lot of a few X books going on. So message us on social media about how dumb we are. Uh, <laughs> Let us know, like for not knowing this probably super obvious thing. I feel like it's a retcon. No, I, I feel like it's a retcon. Um, because he's got to undo Morrison's fuck up, right? Morrison just like Genosha happened, and now Bun is like trying to explain why Magneto didn't help his people and trying to like make it so that you know he has plausible deniability for like why he couldn't fend yeah. off the sentinel well unless it was yeah. like in the uh, like the uncanny run at that time or something and then we just didn't read uncanny at that point well we didn't read nothing at that Possible. time except for new x-men well yeah that was the book i was alluding to oh yeah so it's what like four or five books that it could have been in <laughs> yeah uh so anyway magneto uh takes some mgh and gets all hopped up on that and is getting all anger thoughts from the sentinel all white before eyes. chugged a whole bunch of mountain dew yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've been drinking green tea all goddamn day <laughs> uh it does he, he when he flashes back though it shows like he is kind of crippled um and like a building sort of fell on him and his legs weren't moving so he like makes these uh wire braces that he starts controlling to walk himself out and that his people like force him to go into a bunker because they're like, yeah. you can avenge us. No, because you said that. I, I have it playing in my head of him putting all this wire on his legs and like standing and, up and it's like, and walking it out. Walk it out. <laughs> I thought you were going to like uh, draw it to uh, Baby Legs Xavier <laughs> in the Dark Phoenix. Oh my God, dude. I'm surprised I didn't get kicked out of the movie for how la- hard I laughed at that part. <laughs> So anyway, with all that anger, he's like, I'm going to fuck S.H.I.E.L.D. up. And then cut to S.H.I.E.L.D. and you see uh, Agent, uh, what's her face? Haynes. Haynes. Yeah. Uh, And she's like giving commands about like, hey, you got your reverse Magneto tech. Making it real clear that we got tech that undoes magnetism. Counter magnetism. So we got our counter magnetos. That's how magnet works. Shut up. Yeah, but also it never works. No. Also, you'd think he'd be able to just reverse their reversal. It's like it's still magnetism. He's yeah. just like, oh, okay. Well, then I'll just reverse. They the just what is this, this Uno? Like he's, he's positive, <laughs> exactly. so they hit he's him got with a, positive, and he just flies in the other direction. Exactly. They're playing Uno. They hold one reverse, but he's got a handful of reverses. <laughs> it's kind of like a, that's the bad thing in Uno. If you got more cards, oh yeah. But if it's one on one, doesn't it just go back to you? You should play them all right there, boom. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like if they got one reverse, Uno one on one. 
You're sad if you play Uno. <laughs> yeah, but you're sad if you play Solitaire too. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of ways to be sad. Uh, at least you're sad. <laughs> Let's with go another through person. all of them. <laughs> you gotta ask Cyclops. Get him on the show. But yeah. what I'm saying is, she pro- like they probably have a handful of cards, one reverse in that handful. And then he's got a handful of reverses. So he's just going to go reverse, 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 reverse. Oh, is this a cha-cha four. slide? Okay. Yeah. Is uh, there like a reverse? You know who can't cha-cha real smooth? <laughs> <laughs> Briar. <laughs> yeah. Or Magneto. Or Magneto. Yeah. <laughs> this just reminded me of AVX when, uh, what's his name? Tony Stark had that anti-magnetism tech. Devin's so offended yeah. at you right now for... <laughs> For not understanding Tony Stark's name, like right away. <laughs> well, it's, I get mixed up. Like, do I want to say Iron Man or Tony Stark? But yeah, because just because he like you have some anti magnetism tech doesn't mean he can't pick up something and throw it at you. Oh yeah, no, one hundred percent. His fight against Tony Stark uh, during AVX was bullshit. Well, because oh, yeah. what the fuck is anti magnetism tech? Paper. <laughs> <laughs> it's a paper mache suit. <laughs> Made this in art class. <laughs> I mean, technically, <laughs> you can't magnetize it. Uh, so these guys are on some weird ass like disc hoverboard jetpack things. Yeah, they look like chess pieces, <laughs> uh, and they're just uh, flying around. They're uh, all pawns. Oh, could, yeah, I was about to say <laughs> you send the pawns first, which is a Magneto line in the third and shittiest X Men movie. Yeah. <laughs> You really is that worse Full than Origins? Circle. It's close. That, Brett Ratner didn't good. make Origins. I I don't understand how their formula for the uh, X Men movies was so bad. Where it's just like same movie, same movie, same movie. It's From like we gotta fight a... Magneto. We gotta team up with Magneto, but don't trust Magneto because we're gonna fight Magneto, and then we gotta fight Magneto. Like, why not you fight Magneto, but then you? Band together for a against a greater force. You know what? That's, that's why Marvel's second, better. That's the second X Men movie. No, it's not. It wasn't against a greater force. It was against a conspiracy against all mutants. But either way, Magneto was still on the outs with them. Like they teamed up, but not really. Yeah, well, because he he wanted Pyro. Because like, how could you not take Pyro onto your team? Yeah. After he fucking blows up a bunch of cops. <laughs> but only for it to lead into a third movie where it's just okay, bigger fight. But the, it's still the first movie. Because fucking Brett. Pretty Brad. much, yeah. Because everyone in charge of X-Men movies is a pedophile. Besides James Mangold. That's fucked up. That's probably why they appealed so much to Charles Xavier. Yeah. <laughs> Son of a bitch. That's why Michael Jackson almost played Charles Son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> ah. Alright. So, anyway... I love this part where they're flying in the air and they're looking around for Magneto and the guy's like, it looks like it's, what? And they just get smashed by plumbing. And it says Shavap, which I'm pretty sure is that Nicki Minaj song. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, they just, a whole like sewer tube risen from the ground just smacks right into them. Which is funny because it's like, what, what were you going to call that? When he was trying to describe what it was, like, do you think it at all occurs to you that, like, it's an underground sewer tube being shit thrown, or, like, curled in the sky? Holy shit. Oh, he couldn't even figure it out. I couldn't either. I thought that was a ship at first. No, it was just 
It was weird how because I did think that was a uh, uh, like some weird ship at first too. Uh, anyway, they're they're walking, and then uh, Haynes realizes that they're standing over like a weird uh, metal mesh thing, and she's like, "Oh fuck, no, we're on top of metal." Well, they put that in in concrete. Yeah. Well, I mean, so it's really... Well, because I, I like, think she it's recognizes the, it as if it's a trap. And, of course, like, it kind of gets used like it's a trap. But it's just, like, there. Like, yeah. you invaded a, 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 a basically an entire, like, island city's ruins. I it's, think that's the... The uh, infrastructure's all over the place is metal. I think that's a metal lining that you you put on a building, like, in between the bars. And then you yeah, yeah, the, the rebar. concrete into it. Yeah. Yeah. But it, the way they drew it, it just looks like a mesh. Yeah, he used it like, like that. Like a net. Yeah, like yeah. in that you step in and then you get hung up on a tree or some shit. Or yeah. maybe it's chain mail and all of the buildings were medieval knights. <laughs> well, can't tell me I'm wrong. Sentinel beats it. medieval knights then. Because <laughs> yeah, it destroyed well, yeah. all those. Yeah. Uh, so they get Far trapped. They, technology. They, uh, Haynes and Rodriguez barely make it out of the uh, all the, the metal net looking thing. That encompasses all the other soldiers. And they're like, it's closing in on us. And she's like, use your reverse magnetism. (laughs) Be really obnoxious. (laughs) Yeah, the anti-magnet cloaks. Uh, So they do, and they're like, it's going to drain the batteries. She's like, well, you're going to die if you don't. So they do it, and it shoves away all the uh, metal. And then Magneto shows up, and he's like... You guys are fucking stupid. Like, like, you think you can stop me when I'm this powerful? I beat you when I had a fraction of this power. I think Colin Bunn got, like, this far into the series and was like, man, I haven't done anything dumb yet. And then was like, yeah, reverse magnetism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but Magneto's also thinking about uh, the aftermath of Genosha when the Sentinel destroyed everything. And when he got out of the bunker and he saw that there was still a, a mutant alive but was crushed like they were dying. And uh, that mutant was all like happy to see Magneto like he didn't abandon them like they thought he left. And then he kills that one because like, you know, he can't have any survivors. Well, the I guess. Just well, gonna die. Well, he was going to die. I know. Yeah. But like that's a fu- he smothers them with his hand. Like it's also implied that he kills like the other people too. Yeah, because they're like getting up from the ground. It's like some of these people could be survivors. You don't. Now, like one guy looks fine. Uh, I think his he's arm missing, missing an arm. Yeah, yeah, but it's fine. He's a mutant. Who needs he an arm? Just grows a back. He's Maybe. got piccolo powers. But yeah, he could have like killed the other dude way better than suffocating him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe use one of those metal shards that he has at his head right there. Yeah. So. Back in the present, Magneto forms a giant sentinel hand. And that was dope. It, it was dope. And smashes it into all of the uh, shield agents that were standing there. And then Haynes starts shooting at him like an idiot. And he's like, it's a fucking bullets. It's stupid. Which I take it they're plastic bullets. Yeah, because he doesn't stop the bullets. He deflects them. But still. I think they were... Uh, reverse magnetized bullets. <laughs> Paper mache bullets. So that way you, you shoot them and they go right at them. <laughs> oh, man. So then he picks up a bunch of like metal debris and is about to drop it right on Haynes, but then drops it in front of her. And then he surrenders. And they're like... 
And what's crazy is how much they take that as a win. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> poor guy got tuckered out. Yeah, like, they act like they stopped him and did some work, but like he let them win, basically. Yeah, he should have like like sold his defeat a little bit more. Oh, made it look like they did beat him? Yeah, lean into a couple punches. Well, they were like shoot to kill. So even then, when you think about it, because later he's like, I, I don't want to destroy S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, they're still useful. Well, their whole like, reaction Like, he did to this, kill a bunch of agents. Their whole reaction to this is just <clears throat> dumb. Like, oh, he just surrendered out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, All right, arrest him. Oh, he got out? You mean he wanted to be here? <laughs> <laughs> what could have tipped us off to that? It's not like he surrendered after kicking our ass. Well, they were so cocky about it, too. Yeah. They're like, hey, looks like we got you in handcuffs now, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Old they, man. They land in the helicarrier, and that's exactly how they are. He's like, he's got the inhibitor on. They're like, your MGH wore out, so you're fucking weak, and even weaker now that you have the dampener on you, and you're a piece of shit who's going to be held here indefinitely. Like, they put him in a, like a glass cell. He's still surrounded by metal. Yeah. Yeah, his fucking inhibitor's made out of metal. Yeah. And uh, there was one smart guy at all that worked for Shield, and that was the dude who's like, I'm I'm not fucking with him. Yeah. And even <laughs> then he got Magneto didn't care. Yeah. He didn't care that he was being polite. Um so Haynes like throws it in his face that he's a weak piece of shit who like if he there are issues with mutants around the world, it's not her problem because it's not her department, mm-hmm. but even if it were, he's getting in the way. Like I got to deal with you, and so I can't get I can't get assigned to do something like help other mutants while you're running around being a fuck. So, which is like, I don't know. That's a real bitchy way of being wrong. <laughs> yeah, she's basically saying like you you think you're saving mutants, but all you are is a distraction. Because they can't do any good because they're too busy stopping him. But at the same time, they wouldn't be doing anything to help mutants. Exactly. And yeah. that's why he's doing Well, what and he's if doing. they weren't trying, like, busy trying to stop him, he could probably get a lot more shit done. Well, you know yeah. what? Actually, no, that's not why he's doing what he's doing, but it's why Cyclops is doing what he's doing. Because I don't think Magneto and Cyclops' motives are actually that aligned right now. Because Magneto's still driven, he- like, he even starts talking about it later. He's still driven heavily uh, by pride yeah. and ego. He wants to build a nation of mutants again, and not necessarily so that mutants have a safe haven, but so that he can be worshipped in a mutant safe haven. I don't think it was so he can be worshipped. I think it was more so so he can like... But that's what happens every time. (laughs) So he can right his wrongs. It's not like... No, that's the justification. I'm saying Magneto's a really complicated character here who, while yes, he can be right, there's also very selfish motives behind him being right. It's like he's never the savior of a thing and then doesn't, you know, revel in the uh, recognition of that. You know, he's he's always like, oh, yeah, you can put me on a pedestal. I'm totally cool with that. Yeah. A throne for me? Oh, thank you. You should have. But I don't think he... Well, in fact, he builds pedestals and thrones. (laughs) Thrones, yeah. Every time he gets a chance. When Uh, I look at it like that, it's kind of like, or with the word worship, it always it implies connotations like the person doesn't work or do anything. They just want to be worshipped. Whereas he's like on the front lines. He's not going to send. Well, no, he's to- no, no. He's, he's like Doom. Where Doom, like he wants to like help his country and do good shit for him. But it's all about Doom at the end of the day. I would say he's he's like Doom, but not that far. 
I feel yeah, like not as far as Doom. Yeah, but he, I feel like yeah. Doom. If if you had to go, they both care about helping their people, but also recognition for themselves. I think Doom recognition for himself first, then helping his people, and then Magneto helping his people. But like he wants to get recognized. There's this uh, yeah great part in the current run of Doctor Doom that they're doing, where like there's a like this like black hole that if they don't take care of it, it's gonna like swallow the Earth. And Doom's, like, working on it, and he won't let anybody else work on it. And uh, Reed, like, messages him, and he's like, hey, just want to say, like, I I checked out all your math. Looks great. Like, you're doing a great job. Just, like, get this stuff taken care of. And he's like, oh, fuck you, Reed. And, like, hangs up (laughs) on him, but he's like, fucking asshole, like, trying to get in my head and make me, like, ruin my math. Like, of course my math's great. What does he know about my math that I didn't check? And he like overthinks it until he like fucks everything up. <laughs> and, and Reed was just being like, "Oh, you're doing great. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, you're you're nailing it. Good job." And then he's like, "Oh fuck!" When his ego got in the way. And yeah. then yeah, he tries to do it even faster and then fucks everything up. Yeah, and even if you think to uh, X Men Blue, right when he goes to the future and he's like, "Oh, these X Men are going to be fucking terrible. Like these younger X Men in the present." Like, they're going to destroy everything, and there's, like, apocalyptic. And he sees those uh, mutants who are like, Magneto, you're you're here. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Uh, save us. And, like, there's statues of Magneto everywhere. And then later he confronts the older X-Men, and he's all, like, high and mighty because he believes that the people loved him. They built these statues. And they're like, no, you fuck. Who do you think put the statues up? <laughs> this is all your fault. <laughs> that was funny. Like so, like the, Magneto's always gonna have kind of like that in him. Yeah, but when it comes to that, I think it was because he's saying it's pride. Yeah, like he fucked up and he wants like kind of to wipe that off his slate, like that mess up. Yeah, correct it. But that's I. All right, so I guess to get back to what even caused us to talk about this is that we were talking about what he's doing being necessary because shield isn't doing it. And so, uh, Haynes saying that, you know, he's a distraction. And if he wasn't around, they could help mutants is everything with Cyclops is proving that that's not the case is that during this time with that revolution stuff is like, he's the one actually trying to save mutants and shield was at like passively letting, Someone sabotage them and target and destroy mutants. Also, like, holy yeah. you know, holy shit, what a fucking hypocrite is Magneto when he's like, Cyclops, you're going too far. Yeah. <laughs> but he's just, like, trying to... He's, like, going for a speed run of how many people he can kill. Well, it's just like, you, you're not allowed to be cool and brooding. Only me. <laughs> yeah. Wolverine, too. But, like, sometimes. But only when I rip the metal out of his body. Um... So, in, anyway, Haynes is all like, go fuck yourself, dude. We, we win here. Yes, right? We, we owned you, even though you fucking gave up. Yeah. Um, and then, so, Magneto flashes back to a time where, uh, speaking of Cyclops, <laughs> Cyclops led him over to Xavier back when uh, he was still a young student and uh, Xavier just started the school. I love the use of color in these pages, too, where it's like everything's like gray, gray except for gray. like the red. Yeah, yeah, except for like the visor, uh, Charles, like part of Charles' chair, Charles', Charles chair, chair in charge. Yeah, I'm I'm getting <laughs> fucked up because you said Charles you can't in charge be of chairs, Charles, because there's just one Charles. <laughs> <laughs> so, but his chair. So that's why he's book. Charles. 
chocolate. Yes, hot chocolate in my face. Yeah, just the red showing up. I like and that his blanket. His blanket. His blanket. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, but even then, it's like a muted red too. So it's like all. It is dope. Well, I wonder what yeah. happened to the green one. It's probably all crusty. <laughs> uh, it hasn't gotten there yet. He hasn't brought Gene onto the team. Oh, that okay. one just used to, That one used to be the green one. <laughs> <laughs> it's what it used to be before it was green. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, Magneto was there to be like, hey, Charles, uh, I heard you're making a machine that lets you find mutants. I'm here to tell you that's a bad idea, because even though you'll do good things with it, if I found out you have this, other people can find out you have this, and they'll do bad things with it. This was confusing to me, because I thought Magneto helped, helped build yeah. Cerebro. Yeah. That's Unless that's like a movie thing. I mean, even now, like, Bun's writing this, but... Cyclops' team have portable mag- uh, magnetos. They have portable cerebros <laughs> like on their wrists that he built for them. So like yeah. he's building cerebros all over the place. This is a little hypocritical of him. Well, and also Charles is only work like with a telepath. Yeah, yeah. So it was like a built-in safeguard. Yeah, you think they go after Scott's technology because it's like way better. That magneto made, but this is yes. old. Before the they had the wrist ones, what but they mean? probably got the new ones. This uh, back in the day scene here where Magneto's telling Xavier, like, that's a bad idea to build that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're, we're saying he's a flip flopper. Yeah. Because in he his does in not present. Wear flip-flops. <laughs> <laughs> he would never. Uh, no. You you skip ahead to him and Briar later. I could totally see him with that robe putting on some flip flops. <laughs> you know what? Also, in the whole Colin Bun run, he is like, fl- uh, if you put flip flops on him. He is that dude who's like bald and wears flip flops and a Hawaiian shirt and yells at his wife in public. (laughs) (laughs) So, but also just saying that like, cause he's, he's keeping the same energy basically of like, he's thinking back to them when he warned Xavier and then he's coming back here. Cause so what we find out, uh, cause he, obviously he busts out, right? Like, so there's that conversation between the two guards. One's goading him and like taunting him and shit. And the other one's like, Hey man, don't do that. And then the dude who's taunting him is like, fuck you, he killed our friend. Uh, he's a piece of shit and he can't do anything anyway. And then Magneto's like, yeah, crazy thing about that. And then <laughs> breaks out. You know out. what happens when, to a toad when it's struck by lightning? <laughs> Same thing as this glass in your face. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> he, uh, it turns out what he's doing is looking for uh, the Cerebro that S.H.I.E.L.D. has. And so in this moment, he's like, see, Charles, this is exactly what I was talking about. This is why you should never have made that tech. And so this is why he's a hypocrite. Because, like, between the time he told Charles not to make the tech and now where he's saying, see, buddy, I said not to do it. He made it a bunch. (laughs) And he made it more accessible without needing telepaths, like you said. And he made the wrist ones for the X-Men on Scott's team. Like, what, a month before this? Yeah, so he's uh, going all over the place. Who wrote that X Men? Uh, that it's was all a, new, right? The Bendis. Bendis. What? Bendis. Yeah. Okay. They they weren't talking. I guess. Say, miscommunication. What's going on over here? Um. So anyway, when he breaks out, it goes like code red, sort of, and uh, Haynes tells Briar to stay safe, basically. That like, because she was telling her that you need to get debriefed before we let you go, and she's like, yeah, okay, sure, sure thing. That's funny that. It- that you Haynes is telling you to be <laughs> <laughs> it is <laughs> uh, I didn't even connect that 
because <laughs> it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so she tells the shield agents by Briar to like keep her safe, and she's like, "Oh, that's so sweet of you guys to keep me safe." But you think we're gonna be safe when he drops this entire helicarrier? They're like, "Oh man, you got a good point," but you know they didn't really say that. They both just peed themselves. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then cut to a flashback of Magneto talking to someone silhouetted. Uh, who turns out to be Agent Rodriguez. Michelle Rodriguez. Yes. Who is all like, look, I there not everyone in Shield disagrees with what you're doing. And basically, you know, like in a third person sort of way, says that she had a boyfriend who was a mutant who could fly and that used to be a big part of the relationship is that they would just fly he'd take her and they'd fly off somewhere to be alone and it was like really romantic and whatnot. And then one day, a bunch of anti mutant assholes just beat him to death. And so she's held that butt hurt for years. Did anybody else get the feeling, though, that she was dating Angel and he just ghosted her? <laughs> <laughs> it's possible, but. Because that is the feeling that I got that he just like anonymously sent her like a news article <laughs> that he made of him like getting beat up yeah. he sent and, it from his email he, he just ghosted it <laughs> or even worse it was sent in a text <laughs> I'm dead now yeah. got beat up by some bigots yeah. he just sends like three skulls because uh, <laughs> reading it I was at, I was thinking she was going to say like and he died when fucking that bitch Scarlet Witch oh, yeah. said no more mutants but now just you know the old fashioned way bigotry. Scarlet Bitch Scarlet bitch, holy holy shit. It's like works perfectly. Yeah. It's almost like they rhyme. So it did show that they did get the tech from Xavier. Uh probably because he's all out. He came out a long time ago, so. Oh, out as a mutant? Oh yeah. <laughs> For a second I was like, he never came out as a pedophile. <laughs> also, like villains have had his brain, so and uh, Rodriguez said something to him about, like, you know, I can bring you proof. And he's like, oh, no, no I don't want proof. I, this is something I need to see firsthand. And that's why he's there. And so he goes to their Cerebro setup, and he takes that flash drive that Briar had gotten prior. <laughs> <laughs> is that, like, a special flash drive? Like, what is that? Extra space or something? I know, he that's just what I was wondering. Why did he need like a? Why did they need a special flash drive? Well, I think is it's it one that like sucks in information. No, from the computer? no, no. I think it was just to corrupt and destroy everything and to wipe everything out because he doesn't just circ out delete, man. Hey, man, it's uh, fucking science, technology stuff, comic stuff to fucking get off its back. Reverse <laughs> magnets. Yeah, <laughs> it's reverse computers. He is literally a magnet. Though. I know he, he could just, just wipe it. Yeah. <laughs> You don't remember last time? It didn't work. He could put his hand on it like a magnet on a TV. He destroyed that laptop and you had that dude, that tech guy, he's like, oh, I can recover this. Oh, because it went into the cloud. (laughs) (laughs) Full circle. (laughs) That's why that camera, that footage should still be around. You can't upload VHSs to the cloud. It wasn't a VHS. It wasn't VHS. Cameras are big sometimes. Yes, but like so are VHS ones. (laughs) Yeah. Do you see the eye hole he had? It was fucking, and I mean, not even just the one like after he lost his eye, but like the viewfinder. It was big, like a VHS camera. What does that have to do with the? Uh, are you saying that you need bigger lens for bigger tape? <laughs> no, because that, <laughs> that's, that's not how they work. <laughs> no, just that the lens has nothing to do with that. <clears throat> no, that was just like the structure of them back in the day. So anyway, 
he uh what i'm really more curious about is how the fuck did he get this flash drive it was left there by rodriguez she left his then what did briar get what do you mean what did briar get because i assumed it was the flash drive that i think it was from briar but he probably gave it to rodriguez because she also left the growth hormone Jeez, growth hormone. <laughs> girth hormone. That was tough. She left him the okay. girth. He left her the girth helmet hormone. <laughs> okay, I see. It was left with his helmet and stuff. All right, I, that, that's what was lost on me. Was like, hold on, if they picked up Briar and she had the flash drive, but he met with Rodriguez prior to this to even set it up. Yeah. Like, she, how does he get the flash drive? It's like, why to do this? Why does that dude get special flash drives though? You get him at the news station because he's on first. Is that the joke? Is that how it works? What? What? I don't know. What the fuck are you talking about? I don't know. Who's that? Abbott Costello? Yeah. Because she also turned off his dampeners. That's how we got out. Yeah. And she's like, I don't know who did it, but we'll figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's like what happens next. It's like, Haynes is all like, how did he get out of his restraints? No, she didn't. Who knows? She didn't even say that. What she said was like, oh, we're looking into who turned them off, but I don't think we're going to find anything. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd like to put it in the video. Whoever did this was real good. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and then a jet crashes onto the helicarrier right in front of them, and then out pops fucking the marauders, and they're like, we're going to maraud you guys. Uh, and they start killing a lot of people immediately. Uh, and Magneto starts talking about how he's actually not going to destroy them all and stuff, and that he can still use shield, and as he comes out of the, like, the doors onto the deck of the helicarrier... Briar's like, would you tell them that? Because they're like, killing everybody. And he's like, oh no, this isn't war. This is this is a slap on the wrist. This is Sparta. <laughs> this is what they get for defiling Genosha. That was a point he had made too. Is like, because they came in such force on Genosha like that for him. Like anywhere else, he wouldn't have been such a dick. But because they went there like yeah. that, he's like, oh well, out of principle, I gotta fuck all you up. I mean, you won't have any context for why I'm fucking you up. So you will learn nothing, but I'll feel good about it. I'll know. Yeah, yeah. That's cause... that's like his biggest flaw, I think. Is like there's all these justifications in his own mind that no one else fucking gets. Well, this one though was like m- make sure they know not to come back after him. Sure, but like the I'm, I'm talking about like the Genosha thing. Is like why would they know showing up to Genosha would be any different than if they showed up? Like at the Xavier Institute or Utopia or just a random place in the same force. They should know. It was yeah. pretty big news. They just you don't sure care. about that? Because most of the Marvel Universe gives no fucks about it. We read it. We saw them put it on the news when we read through <laughs> Morrison's run. It was how many million people died? 16. Yeah, 16 million people died. It made the news. Yeah, but like only 20 humans or something like that. Like. I'm saying it made news, but no one cared. It's like aliens existing makes the news, but no one cares. Okay, Tom DeLong. <laughs> Yo, man. Fucking UFOs are real. So he's mad because basically well, yeah, they never it's showed up there. just the thing that's flying and you don't know what it is. Yeah. Cause yeah. Like really fast <laughs> and, and, and wild. He's been, uh, or he was pissed because they never showed up to Genosha any other time. Didn't yeah. show up when the mutants were killed the first time at 16 million. Didn't show up when Red Skull was there. And yeah. now they show up for him. Technically, a bird's a UFO if you don't know what kind of bird it is. In fairness, not justifying that with an answer. In <laughs> fairness, uh, the Avengers and all the other heroes of the world did show up for Red Skull. Yeah. So, 
And the villains. And the villains. Yeah. But that was Magneto's doing, so. But isn't that only because Havoc was running it? I think so, yeah. Um, so anyway, Sabretooth is about to kill Haynes. Uh, he's like, I don't like underwear. And uh, Magneto is like, hey, so Sabretooth, crazy thing. It seems like your uh, mutant healing factor is undoing the, the, the genetic manipulation I did on you guys. And, uh, well, I don't want that. And, and you're going to be too murderous and stuff. So I'm just going to go ahead and throw you into the fucking turbines of the helicarrier and just drops him right down and he dies so that explains why there's not two uh sabertooths just running around the universe yeah and there you go for people who think you can't die if you have a healing factor yeah oh no that guy died well also sabertooths the healing factor is always like he's shown as like the weakest healing factor i'm pretty sure his is better than wolverine's i thought Uh, deadpool had the best one he does not. He's kicked Wolverine's ass multiple times. Yeah. He always shows up, kicks his ass, and leaves on his birthday. It's like his present. Yeah, but Wolverine's <laughs> uh, healing factor is supposed to be a lot better than it is, but it's also fighting off adamantium poisoning. Which is why Sabretooth is better, because he doesn't have adamantium. Yeah, I think it. I think Justin's right. Like, on a technicality, Sabretooth I thought is it, better because he's not fighting a thing But can, can't he not... I know it was a movie thing, but I thought it was also a comic thing where he can't get adamantium. Because his healing factor wasn't good enough. I I know that's a movie thing. I don't think it's a comic thing. Uh, I think he just didn't... Like, it would have been dumber. Like, they put the uh, adamantium in Yuriko, and they're like, Oh, adamantium nails isn't that cool. But this guy's got, like, wrist blades, so (laughs) we're going to go with that. Comes right out between his knuckles or whatever. Or above his back from a drop of blood, though. Yeah, because of the Macron crystal or whatever. Macron. Macaron? Uh, macaroon? Macaroon? <laughs> yeah, macaroon. All right, now we've gotten real <laughs> No, everybody neglects that part that he came back from the blood, but it was really because of that crystal. Yeah. Uh, Ultimate Universe was wild, though, because didn't he get his head decapitated and thrown in some water and he grew gills and, like, survived? Is he survived? fucking Darwin now? Basically, in, like, the Ultimate Universe, it was fucking crazy. But then uh, Magneto kills him by making Cyclops and Iron Man shoot him full blast. The Ultimate Universe. So. Fuck yeah. you, Mark Miller. So, uh, that next issue, 16, uh, flashback of Magneto talking to Wolverine. Wolverine's like, it's done. He's like, is it? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, I want to see a body. And he's like, really, dude? And he's like, yeah. I was like, oh, I fucking figured you'd want to see a body. And this Who's, is like back on Utopia. Whose body? Uh, and that's what you don't get to find out yet. But it's on the cover. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh, that's that Nazi fuck from Axis. Who, on the cover, Hitzig. looks like Xavier. Tell me that doesn't look like Charles Xavier with a Nazi hat. Oh, that looks like Charles Xavier with the with Nazi hat. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so now you see, uh, I almost said Utopia, uh, Genosha now, like, it's got a bunch of RVs and campers and, and what have you. It's basically Bonnaroo. Yeah, because <laughs> it's still like a ruins or whatever but mutants are showing up now to start living there because it's a safe haven and they know magneto's going to protect them because he just owned shield and then uh what i was just thinking it's dumb yeah okay how how you build like how you build the infrastructure for a town start by laying pipe (laughs) 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 and that's what happens (laughs) Briar's all like 
hey man, sup? And Magneto's like, I. This why do you help me? Is sup? <laughs> yeah, he's like, hey, why do you keep helping me? And she's like, uh, because I'm a masochist who like is really into the dude who hurt me. But like, you don't get to know that you're that dude, or that's my motivations. And she closes the blinds on the space that they're in that looks like a weird old fashioned diner, and uh, they just start making out. Yeah. And then it it turns into sex stuff is what we find out. Butt stuff. What? Hmm? <laughs> She's a masochist. I, I can also see Magneto being the dude who likes a little finger up there. Really? All that pride? Well... <laughs> yeah, man. Like, Ian McCullens, I guess. When you're that, that controlling in real life, you let go of that in the bedroom. You like... I can see Scott doing that, but Magneto, though? Dude, I, you can see Scott doing that? <laughs> yeah. All right. I have some theories. <laughs> I always thought Scott He's too was, repressed. I, that butthole is, is, is too know, tight. He gets he's, he gets constipated just from the fact that it won't open for him to shit. Sex Island, man. <laughs> or or Pleasure Island? Pleasure Island. <laughs> Scott... Cause Scott, I did think... You keep raising eyes your bottle I'm like pointing you're at gonna, you. <laughs> But like that's what's going up it. <laughs> this whole box, this big ass smart water bottle. Scott, I I thought was missionary eyes closed guy, but you don't stay with Emma unless you're in like like Emma doesn't keep you around unless you're in some weird crazy shit. Or does she? Because she's she's like hunting, right? For her, it's like I this guy won't do it, and I gotta it. Like she's not satisfied until she can get him to do it, and he's never had. That's why she's still lingering. That's it's why she's still yeah. It's the chase. It's the oh, hunt. No. He's 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 choked her. All, you know he has all that time in the danger room. This guy's done some stuff. With the danger room, <laughs> I'm just saying he's well practiced. He's well versed. He's putting in some hours. Well, and uh, he, he also spent years in the stranger danger room with Xavier. No, oh. I'm just saying you don't get a big bug room unless you're like super repressed. Yeah. I, I love the fucking big because <laughs> it's just the aliens from fucking Men in Black. <laughs> like when he took the when he took the piece of the void out of Emma and like had it repressed in his own mind. He's like that's why all the psychics are into Scott though because they see all the the shit he's willing to do. In <laughs> They're like this guy hangs dong. <laughs> uh, whatever. Anyway, so. On Genosha, there's this little group of mutants who are like, yeah, man, we're here, but we're not, like, here, you know? Like, we don't want to live under Magneto's rule until we, like, know he's cool, but, like, you know, we're, we're still here, though. Yeah. <laughs> Just to be expendable for some stuff that's going to happen, but, like, we don't know that. <laughs> They're like, trying to be rebellious, but not. Yeah, basically. And so a dude shows up with, like, what looks like a fucking sharp piece of wood, <laughs> and, uh murders them bad uh and a mutant comes up to magneto's chambers and like you know knocks on the door he's like man you know you gotta come out here man uh and he had just been in bed with briar and he put on his uh his kimono and flip-flops <laughs> <laughs> and he's like yeah man I'll, I'll he help, does look but- like if, if master splinter got turned into a man <laughs> uh and then Briar says some stuff like, you're too calm for what's going on. You think nothing's happening or you have you been expecting something to happen? He's like, I don't know. We'll see. And then he goes out and, oh, man, I, he's wearing a trench coat. And that just reminded me of what I saw driving here. Okay. So I was on Dixie, right? And you know those uh, chopper bicycles? 
I'm getting Do a you mental remember? picture of what you may have saw. Yeah. <laughs> was it a guy in a duster with a fucking his on a motorcycle? Like he's like Have you seen the same guy? No, I just for some reason I just knew that's where this was going. <laughs> so yeah, it was a guy with a goatee, long hair and a ponytail. Did he had black. He had sunglasses. No, he didn't. He actually looked really depressed. And then there's snow outside. Most people riding bicycles in the snow. Well, it's not for great reasons. He just yeah. got here from the Matrix. <laughs> Especially, he's on... He, he, these were children's bikes, by the way. <laughs> they just, they're just they kind of big for like the size of them, but like, that's the point. And so, His a grown man on one, it looks a little too small. But it's shaped like a chopper. It's a bicycle. It's got flames on the <laughs> side. It's a bright red bike. And he's in a black duster and it's flapping behind him. Uh but he looks so sad. And so, like, just his hair and a ponytail is kind of flapping, and he's just riding this bike on the sidewalk in the snow. Oh, man. It was... Uh, was it... Was it was it, a sight. Was it Bullseye from the 2004 <laughs> film Daredevil? Uh, no, it was It was like more darts. like... You saw the, uh, the smosh where uh, Spencer was yeah. Bullseye from the... Yeah. Ja- the, Jan Bullseye? Yeah, it was more like that. Uh, so anyway, just had to get that out because <laughs> Magneto's wearing a trench coat. <laughs> uh, Sadly, not riding that bike though. <laughs> and so he gets brought to the somebody the, rode his bike. <laughs> he gets brought to the dead mutant that was found. Um, and he's got a fucking can shoved down his mouth. It's really bad. Like probably broke his jaw. Probably not what killed him, though. Um, and Magneto's like, all right, well, this was obviously left out for us to see because he wasn't even killed here. There's not enough blood here for this to be where he was killed. Left out for them to not see. <laughs> and so, like, he sees that, like, there are defensive wounds and stuff, and he's like, all right, well... And there's, like, a bunch of metal flakes inside the guy that are like, all right, so whatever, whoever killed him... Like, use something that was really crude, but, like, slashed in ways that were very deliberate. So, it's probably someone who's experienced and knows what they're doing. And so, he's got the Marauders going around looking around. You know, the Marauders are, like, worthless. Now that I think about it. Yeah, well, one guy's just kind of half Tornado. Yeah. Kind of, like, four-fifths Tornado. You only ever see his head. Yeah, but um, is that by choice? just Taz from the Looney Tunes. Yeah. <laughs> um... And then he goes inside the building and he sees all the other mutants uh, dead. And he's like, alright, well, none of these guys are important. Because, you know, they were like... I didn't know they were here. Yeah. Uh, but he sees a swastika and uh, there's a whole thing about like how the swastika was a symbol of good for so long. And it took one fucked up group of people to like turn what was a peaceful symbol for thousands of years into like a... A symbol that makes you cringe just looking at it. They ruined it for everyone. Yeah. I did like when he, they're walking in there and Scalp Hunter's like, yo, we should go in, or let me go in first, you know. You don't want to get hurt, but if the killer's in there? It's like, oh, I couldn't be so lucky. Yeah. Uh, and then flash back to uh, Rio de Janeiro, and it's the body that uh, he was talking to Magneto. Well, not Magneto, talking to himself. Uh, Mag- that Magneto was talking to Wolverine about. And uh, he starts crying. 
I'm assuming because he couldn't kill the guy. And also remembering all the horror that happened because of that guy. Uh, and that guy being Hitzig. But like the real Hitzig. Who was brought back, at least for a little bit, right? By Red Skull? When Magneto was being tortured? No, he... I think that was in his brain. Yeah. Yeah, but that, you know... I think that was what was ambiguous about this, right? Is like, because we just saw Hitzig get brought back, and now he's around killing people. Because we also see him on the island still. Uh, toward the end of the Magneto Axis stuff. is like, he's like, hit him behind a corner or some shit. This yeah. is, it was from this. It's the same Hitzig. Can it be? Yeah, yeah it was a, it's a projection of Magneto's mind. Maybe. From that girl. He met that girl I first. <laughs> no, I know. I know. It's just... they see. It seems too, like, separate to me. Because it seems as though Those Red are... Skull does it. No. And that it doesn't fade. And then we have the reveal that it's the illusion girl. Well, I... yeah, because she said if... Red Skull does it to Magneto. Yeah. So it's at the top of Magneto's head. It's just like completely fresh in there. And then she says when people's uh, when like people's nightmares are like so they're two separate hit zigs. Yeah, sort of. I think the one at the end of the book is was, this hit zig. Yeah, yeah. But the one who's torturing Magneto isn't. That's not real hit zig. That's confusing. But I guess that's supposed to be the misdirect, right? So, all right. Um, anyway. Magneto's like, all right, we got to find this fuck. Clearly, it's a Nazi dude. And, he, of course, he's thinking of Hitzig. But Hitzig's dead, so it can't be Hitzig. Um, and the other Nazi dude they just killed. Yeah. And uh, Briar is, like, all shook up and whatnot. This because, part was so stupid to me. Yeah. Because he, like, he just... She is, like, freaked out. Yeah. And she's like, oh, you got to come see what's in the bathroom. And this, that's like, never been a, a good thing. It is a major dude. She took a <laughs> but, like, he walks in, and it's not a huge... It, like, it's a decent-sized bathroom. Decent-sized dude. He's like, I don't know. I don't see anything. She's like, you got to look at the mirror. Like, the mirror's right there. Yeah. How did he not see... This is This is, like, a smaller version of the Colossus picture. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, nothing's, like, as fucking crazy as that Colossus picture. Like, how do you know uh, Colossus is the guy who's supposed to destroy your race? I don't know. This giant fucking image of Colossus. <laughs> that was stupid as shit. Uh, but it, in blood, written on the mirror, says, keep the furnaces warm, Eric. And if you remember um, his job back in the day. HVAC. <laughs> no. <laughs> His job back in the day in Mostly the concentration heating. camp <laughs> God damn it. was that he had to burn the bodies. So it's a really fucked up dig at like, hey, remember that monster we forced you to be? Burning the corpses of your own people? Um, Yeah, it was real dark. So I don't know if I'd say that it's like... I don't know if I call him a, a monster. Like he wasn't forced to be. No, there are you don't think. No, no. When he felt bad about he it. He felt like a but monster. But I mean, like, <laughs> like I, I said, remember that monster we made you be. Yeah, I'm just saying that's like a job people do now. Burn bodies. 
Yeah. Oh, well. I guess. But I, doesn't every mortician kind of seem a little bit like a monster? Oh, yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so, like, even still, it's like... Well, because most of them are. Because <laughs> they keep on finding bodies in the houses and cars of these people. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking gross. Yeah. Anyway, so he's got the marauders looking around. Um, and then we see the mutant. I think the same one that, like, uh, had gotten him to come to see, like, the guy, the mutant who had died. Or whoever's drawing this is just, like, really bad at differentiating what mutants look like. And they all kind of look the same. Uh, is he sort of, like, in the background carrying a box? And then later we see him with... Uh, Hit Zig and like Hit Zig's like stabbing him and whatnot. But uh, between then, we have uh, another flashback of like Magneto running away with Magda and stuff and Hit Zig. Like, just basically reminding you of like the haunting of Magneto's mind with this guy and how impactful he was to him. And so he sees Hit Zig about to kill this mutant and. He pulls away, again, another blade thing that looks like kind of... I mean, this one's a little less wood-like, but... The other it one almost looks like a sharpened piece of bone or something. It's long, though. Like a spine. Yeah. Uh, and so Magneto immediately starts fucking this dude up. And it doesn't matter. Everything he does to him, it doesn't kill him. He, like, turns into some weird tentacle monster. Almost looks like Carnage uh, for a little bit. And... He starts uh, fighting back against Magneto. Magneto breaks his neck. That doesn't matter. And then he, like, just goes through a, like, sewer grate. And then the mutant that he was killing dies anyway. So, Magneto ends up having more, like, horrible memories, like, of... Well, not even memories now, because it's, like, just nightmares of, like, Magda's part of these corpses. And he's, like, crawling out of this pile of corpses, uh in the concentration camp and then like wakes up and it's like a, it's a memory yeah. of a dream yeah right because that that's like back in the day yeah. this is old helmet because yeah and he's got hair yeah so it's a memory of weird. a dream uh oh and then there's this weird dig that like so briar's going back to her uh camper i guess or whatever like yeah weird i don't know if that was housing her. thing uh, and Arclight's guarding it, and Arclight makes a Snyder mark of like, oh, I thought I was guarding this for nothing. And Briar's like, what are you jealous about, that I'm with Magneto or that he's with me? And then she does like a snap thing, and like a, like, her spine, her neck. Her spine just breaks. <laughs> <laughs> and then walks in, and then uh, fucking Hitzig comes right out of the drain. All tentacles and all, and he's like, "Hey, so crazy story. You're about to die," <laughs> <laughs> and then like wraps her into the tentacles, and then Magneto uh, goes up to that girl, who uh, Amy, the illusionist one that we met back during the Axis stuff, who's like, "I'm barely a mutant. All I make is these weird things that like are really good with exposition." <laughs> and also, turns out my good powers are fucking terrifying. And, yeah, like I kind of knew that before, but. Oh, didn't seem like a, a lot of a mutant. Yeah, so you find out now that like so Amy's powers, she can kind of gleam 
the like the the topmost thoughts of people and like manifest those things into illusions that she can't control and that that's what this is and the only way to stop it really is like she's got to die or he's got to die well, well we know what he's doing <laughs> yeah but also like she could just like he kills himself to keep her from dying or something and then she just makes somebody else's nightmares kill a bunch of people well even still that's what a hero would do he's not really heroic that would be stupid I'm well, not we saying don't, he's a hero no, no. I'm saying that we the, don't know that that's ultimately what her powers will do well because she was saying that it's it's gotten to the point because of what uh, Red Skull did to her that Every even pleasant memories turn into nightmares. Yeah, everything she's making is turning bad. So it doesn't it, it doesn't matter really with Mag. She would do that with anybody else. Sure, because Magneto's is has, really bad already. Yeah, so it's it's a real nightmare manifested into a murder machine. But I guess my point is, there are examples all over the place of characters whose powers are uh, are not great. For society as a whole, that the heroes try to help. Uh, Magneto does not give a fuck in this sense. He's just like, well, killing you is the quickest way to solve this problem, and this problem terrifies the fuck out of me because it's my problem. I like to think that right after this, he flew and uh, yelled at Scott about Matthew Malloy. Like, directly <laughs> after. Like, he kills her, <laughs> yeah. and then is like, Scott, you're doing this wrong. Yeah. <laughs> And How dare you then, make him pancakes? <laughs> He's really just being smart because he knows he can kill one person and stop this dude from killing multiple people. I guess, but like there was, there's no chance of like trying to inhibit her power. Like there are a, like a lot of avenues to take. He could be killing somebody right now, which he is. In fact, he kind of started this because when he first met her, her powers were inhibited and he tore the collar off. <laughs> he did. <laughs> <laughs> it's all his fault when you think about it. Well, because heroes a lot of times do that dumb stuff where it's like, oh, we're not going to let you die. You know, it doesn't matter how many people will die. We don't do that stuff. Yeah, that's the plot of uh, Infinity War. Yeah. We don't trade lives. Yeah, even though they do, like, like we won't, we won't trade Vision's life for other people. Let's just have a bunch of Wakandan warriors die. Yeah. So, Magneto's just being smart about it. And Cap's a racist. It's still... I, I feel like because he goes to her yeah, initially on a hunch. she like she verifies that that's what it is but like he went straight to her and is like all right well this is how we're solving this then <laughs> yeah well I mean I guess she did tell him like yeah. she can't control it yeah and, well, and even Hitzig is all like uh oh shit I didn't think you would kill a little girl and he like dissipates into nothing man when Wolverine finds out that he killed a little girl he's gonna be like shit why didn't you wait for me well he was that that's another uh person he can groom true yeah well i guess she's not that young though she's not young enough for wolverine well yeah well then i I guess my initial assertion was correct he's like how come you didn't wait for me because he's all about that base killing women guts for the greater good yeah but i mean he's gotta be friends with him first he that's how he grooms him yeah. Becomes friends with them, then kills them. <laughs> That's what he thinks penetration is. <laughs> you penetrated Magneto. Uh, <laughs> he hears like other guys talking and he's like like so you only give him six inches, I give him 
I give him nine. Maybe three that's what times. Happened. Magneto's couldn't walk after <laughs> after Logan was done with him. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> oh, I feel like, like this is devolved. Like Magneto thinks he just got a like Magneto says he's like just got attacked and Wolverine thinks they just banged. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, so Magneto's like and this is and this is a lot where that the all the pride talk comes into in his internal monologue. And he doesn't know what he's gonna do. But he's got this place and he's got these people and he's like fuck. And then the book's like, oh, it doesn't matter. He's about to die. Everything. They're the last because every, everything's everything about to die. Because Secret Wars gonna happen. Yeah, everything yeah. kind of got derailed. Yeah, there was there was a big issue around Secret Wars of, of like everything just uh, like uh, being so many like abrupt endings to storylines. Yeah, but then other books like leaned into it in a weird way. Where like there was a bunch of books where it was just like oh like a thing happens and then it, uh, at the, in the last issue and the world kind of ends and but then there was books like Deadpool where they built it around like this is gonna be the death of Deadpool and then it just turns out it's more Secret War shit. Um, I think it's just what's gonna sell the most books for type for titles and yeah, then I guess well, how bullshit. a person is gonna. Like they're like all right well we're gonna end the Magneto series so it might as well be the last days of Magneto. And then Magneto's going to continue on as the leader yeah. of the X-Men. Well, I kind of understand them doing, like, the last days thing because they had, like, a line-wide marketing of, like, selling Secret Wars as the last days of blank. Yeah. The, but they sold Deadpool as the death of Deadpool. And then it just ended up being a Secret Wars thing. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Um... Yeah, I don't know. that The whole Secret Wars thing ended up being a bust yeah. to me. Well, because they keep on derailing everything for Hickman, and then it ends up not being great. True. There wasn't a single sword fight in, uh, Secret, fight Wars. in Secret Wars. <laughs> well, there, there was. Which one? Who uh, when Wolverine fought on behalf count. of that one guy. Secret Wars? Oh, no. I thought you were talking about X of Swords. Yeah. No, there was like two in X of Swords, but there was not a single sword fight in Secret Wars. And I feel like we were promised. I know we were promised. <laughs> were we? We were promised sword Phoenix fights? Cyclops. We got St. Phoenix Cyclops, and then we got uh, dog shit. Yeah. Right after. He and keeps on prom- so promising us shit with Cyclops, and it doesn't pan out. I don't think he's a fan. And he had such a great artist, too. That's uh, why Al Ewing Asad needs to. Uh, Ribic, right? That's oh, the dude's yeah. name. Takeover so fucking good. He is so good. Like that that Phoenix Cyclops was dope. And like nothing. And he, he's even killing God Doom initially. And then it's just like, nope, never mind. Reverse. 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 Yeah, he played yeah. the reverse card. <laughs> yeah. I still haven't even read that. I read the Secret Wars like one through eight or twelve or whatever it is, but not the tie-ins. That was, it wasn't a tie-in. It was like Wasn't in the, the book. actual one? Yeah. Shit, I don't yeah, know. Like, uh, it's in the same page. Like Devin Scott, and I like, remember it so well. Throws a bunch so of well. fire at him, and he's like, like God Doom's face is melting, and oh. then it's just suddenly not, and then he's suddenly holding yeah. Scott's. By I the think neck we remember it. that so well because suck. we both were bitching about that to each other for like six months straight. Oh yeah, the- that he just existed as like a plot device. No, not even a plot device. Just a. Just a barometer to show how powerful God Doom was because the last big crossover event was AVX and 
the Phoenix. The Phoenix Cyclops was the pinnacle strength that they had to overcome. And so it's like, all right, now we give you Phoenix Cyclops again. And this is how strong God Doom is, is that, bam, he's dead. I hate when they do that stuff because that's how I felt when you sent in the chat about Null taking the void out of Sentry. I feel like that's been built up, though. Like, because first off, uh, Sentry and the Void are kind of irrelevant to the Marvel Universe as a whole. Is like, he's just a device for showing strength. That, it could mean almost anything in the Marvel Universe could get solved if Sentry just showed up. So, they tend to not, they tend to conveniently forget him. Yeah, that, even when, when they uh, they finally were like, oh, we're going to do an ongoing century book it's gonna be the first ongoing century book it was literally the didn't even the make it century series with the least amount of issues because mm-hmm. they have they have two small like uh i forget what the name of it now is for but they had two like smaller series, limited series. yeah limited series for century that were like both eight issues Wow. And, and then they were like they marketed oh our first ongoing century book and it lasted five issues wow that's yeah. stupid. I picked it up. I did too. It was dope, but the, I guess the artist quit and they fucking oh, That's whack. Yeah. But uh I feel like they've they've built Null up for so long that it it was still it was justified. And like the whole point of Null is like he is the void. He is darkness. So when he rips the void, quote unquote, out of Sentry, it's like he's just collecting more of himself. Yep, and like so if dope. you know anything about Null, that's his entire, I wouldn't say origin because they explain the origin, but like his uh, contemporary origin to be freed from uh, his cage is collecting the codex to allow himself to be more full, to, to like be powerful and like his embody his full embodiment of power so if his whole thing is collecting more of himself to be a greater version of himself him ripping the void out of century is still like following that same vein and it's like just showing that he's not just the void in terms of like oh symbiotes and this side thing he's like no no i am all of darkness yeah but and including this one that you thought was so powerful and so uh like hard to remove like i could just take it out because i am that i just feel like that's earned versus the god doom thing and cyclops isn't earned it's just it's just a show of force in a moment to like express something right then you know and i think there's there's enough uh x-men characters in king and black uh to justify us covering it at some point when it's done (laughs) are you sure because i've i mean i read the both that are out and like there's been a bunch of x-men characters in it well one time a couple times both issues does not sound like a lot <laughs> namor's a big part of it okay but he's not really an x-men character right now yeah he is if oh. he's not an x-men character right now then he's not a, really a character right now because he, <laughs> what <laughs> he doesn't have his own book or anything he doesn't no he's not. i thought namor had a book no, no he keeps on having like limited series and like but not even for his own book like there's a tie-in, uh, like a Namor, uh, King and Black issue, huh. and then he he was like in Invaders, and he was in the Defender series, and that that's about it. Damn. So it doesn't make sense to me because the Void is Sentry is the Void. 
it's not a separate thing from Sentry. Well, it sort of is because they're two different personalities. He makes in it. In a sense. But it's either, artificial. either way, he kills Sentry so like by to rip out the void. So it still tracks with what you're saying. But how can you can't have one without the other? That's like he's Sentry's power is creating the void. How can you take what Sentry's creating if Sentry's dead? You cuz you killed him by taking that creation. It's cuz he's manifesting a thing cuz the void still exists outside of Sentry. Because well, and existed- Null's whole thing too is that he's not a being, he's a concept and you can't beat a concept. So it's a concept taking another concept. But the concept is created by the century. Without yeah. the century, there yeah. is no void. Yeah, but it... It's just a con- no, concept yeah, taking yeah, a concept, though. Yeah, it's not like he's taking a physical Emma. thing. Yeah, it was when, in Emma because century is making it exist. Yeah, but it still existed outside of century. Yeah, like outside of his physical body, but it doesn't exist if century's dead. Because he's creating it. That's not true. How? Because when he... Bob, Bob Reynolds died for a while and Doctor Strange had the Sentry locked away. Yeah, the Sentry isn't in... Is that because... Or not the Sentry. He had the Void locked away while Bob, Bob Reynolds was dead. Because when the Sentry realized he was the Void, he like wiped his own memory. And then the Void was gone. Yeah, he does that all the time. But... I don't know. Well, I feel like that's just an excuse for Marvel to get him off the board. That was also another universe, too. Is that Marvel Knights? Yeah. In uh in the main universe, uh Century, uh it's more based on how other people remember him. So like Bob Reynolds still remembers being the Century, but other people can't remember that Bob Reynolds is a person. But that was in Marvel Knights as well. No, that was in Avengers. Uh the new Avengers? Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was the whole plot of Is both of them. They just changed the origin slightly for the Avengers. And that was an important part that they changed. To get to... So what, what I remember most from Secret Wars was when Thor threw that hammer and it like rotated around the sun or something and then went through the uh, the Builder. Is that what they were called? Huh? Uh, the Builder. Bob? <laughs> they had those dudes, the Builders, who like couldn't be stopped. They didn't know how to do it. And they made Thor kneel. And they wanted him to like drop his hammer. Instead of putting it down, he threw it up into the air. And it like rotated around the star and came back right through that dude's chest. I don't remember. I don't that. remember that at all. I do remember how because I remember it, like uh, it fucking reads the hero of Secret War. So, eh, Miles, Miles had the burger. Miles did have the burger. Yeah, fair. No, he killed one builder. It was like a ton of them. It was like their first victory, and they were trying to say like, yeah, don't get all excited. Like a god, basically, an angry god managed to fell one of these guys. By luck, don't get excited. You can, I know that uh, the the other like biggest weapon they had during Secret Wars was T'Challa with the Infinity Gauntlet. Oh, a lot of those initial, yeah. They didn't really I, I barely read any of the Battle World stuff or anything like that. I just pretty much did the main series. I just read the X Men Battle Worlds and War Zones. It was interesting. The uh, did you read the the wall stuff? The, the shield stuff and it was like the wall was Ben Grimm and like Abigail Brand was like leading and she had like an army of Cyclops clones that uh what's his face made no um Sinister yeah apparently Sinister had a bunch of Cyclops clones and so she had them and they had like Ruby Quartz eyes they almost looked like Sableye the Pokemon <laughs> um it was really bizarre 
I wouldn't put it past Sinister to do that. Yeah. He's probably got a live Cyclops sex doll. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it does seem like a like a project that like Emma and Sinister would collab on. Like just <laughs> so many Cyclopses. <laughs> the, the Emma the Emma Sinister collab. Yeah. <laughs> She's a Scott Summer sex doll. <laughs> Emma it's featured on that track? That's the one she can get to put fingers up the butt. <laughs> that's why she did it, because she couldn't get Scott to do it. Full circle. You know what? That diamond finger probably <laughs> can get in there. It's nope. got some rough edges. <laughs> no, nah, he's so repressed. <laughs> Not even diamond can cut through that tight butthole. <laughs> On that note, uh, uh, we got uh, uh, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook. I forgot what that one was for a second. <laughs> Uh, our social media go follow those uh, leave a like find out when episodes are coming out they'll be posted there uh, yeah and then check out our T public in the link with this episode to uh, in show, buy stuff in, in the show notes in the, in the show notes yeah yeah tons of stuff on T public get a tapestry I mean it's tons yeah. of different things that with are the one thing the, <laughs> are the one thing there are gonna be more things up I promise once I get my computer running well. Good luck. Because yeah. you're too lazy to restart it. How dare you? You <laughs> said that last week. Yeah, how dare you remind me of my words? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, go like all our social media, go check out the T Public link for every uh, for everything is in the show notes, and that's for today. Bye.